0: Dig. Things we dig. Oh yes it's things we dig and you might too
1: Welcome to the Things We Dig podcast
2: Where we talk about pop culture and bullshit on today's episode Some
0: motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill.
3: I've got bigger titties than you do. Shut the fuck up and take off that vest. You look like Aladdin.
4: What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Was he an alcoholic? No, he was hit by a
2: Guinness truck.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Things We Dig
3: podcast. My name is David. This is Steven. Hey, everybody, it's Chris. What up, guys? This is Chris Figg. Yo, yo, it's Alex. All right,
1: guys, in honor of watching that uh, new stand-up special Bo Burnham put out, I thought it'd be cool for a lightning round to just go around and say who our favorite comedians are. I'll go ahead and start it off by saying Dave Chappelle. Nice, <laughs> good choice. Uh, I'm going to go with Sebastian
2: Maniscalco. Dude cracks me up. Uh, for me, it's going to be your old Billy Rednuts,
3: Bill Burr. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, Bill Burr.
3: Uh, I'm going to go with Jim Jeffries, man. Dude always has me in tears. Jim Jeffries, good. Yeah, he, uh, uh, Mitch Hedberg,
0: I'll throw out there. I think Dave Chappelle um, or Sebastian were awesome. So
1: Also, I will say, I should have let somebody else say Dave Chappelle, because let's be honest, one of us would have said Dave Chappelle. But Tom Segura is actually one of my all-time favorites as well, and I feel he deserved a shout-out. I agree with that. Yeah, it made me
0: think. I was listening to Sebastian Maniscalco. I always wondered. I always see him do stuff, but I never see him intermingle with like other comedians, like Bill Burr or Joe Rogan. And I wonder—is there like a divide going on? Do they not? Are they not cool? Or it's just so big of an industry that everybody's doing their own thing? Yeah, he's he's been on both of their uh, podcasts. Okay, I don't know what I'm talking about.
1: They're all they're all like connected, just being in the comedy. Family, I guess you could say, you know, but he's so big in his own right, too, that oh, yeah, he can kind of just do his own thing. He you know. is, he's like hilarious. Sebastian, like, face sells is out in like it. Uh, stadiums and stuff, man. He's got a really huge following nowadays.
4: Mm-hmm. So, guys, we all recently watched the, the new Bo Burnham special on Netflix that he put out called Inside. Uh, he made it during the pandemic all by himself, uh, wrote, directed, edited, shot it uh, in one room. And it's pretty fucking interesting. It kind of goes in a lot of different directions. Not really where I thought it was going to go. It was amazing, in my opinion. What would you guys think about it?
0: I thought thought, um, our friend Bobby B recommended it. And I probably might have not even thought about it. So who knows? But my goodness, yeah, it was like he was stuck in this tiny little one-bedroom studio. And it was a wild ride. But yet I was laughing left and right. And it was weirdly dark at the same time. There's so much to talk about, but halfway into it, when he, he was like, hey, guys, just checking in, and he, like, grabs a knife, and he's just sitting there talking to you with a knife, just to, like, give you that, that feeling of, of, of uh, I don't know, like, pressure or, or
1: freaking me out. I don't even know what it was. I was just going to say, when I, like how you said when it got dark, I feel like it, it had, like, a dark undertone, but it almost just was, like, honest. He's a very intelligent and just talented person in general. I believe I, I could be wrong. I've never researched, but I always just thought he kind of got his start on YouTube. Am I wrong about that? Maybe on the, the platform when he was a kid. And then uh, I saw him on like Comedy Central and stuff. Uh, He might've had a special on that. And he's always been really talented, but I grew up a uh, huge Weird Al Yankovic Yankovic fan. That was like one of the first concerts I ever even went to when I was like eight as well. But he gave me like, really, I feel like he's an inspiration of his has to be Weird Al man. Even the way his voice sounded and his harmony, his harmonizing with his own voice almost reminded me of very Weird Al. Esque. And then uh, that first song he did too, he had um, that Vin, uh, Venn diagram with Malcolm X and uh, Weird Al. And then he was in the middle. <laughs> that shit had me cracking up, man. Yeah, he yeah. put out that special on Comedy Central that you're
3: talking about, I believe, when he was 20 years old, man, which is pretty pretty crazy. 10 years ago. Yeah. I was going to say, I in the show, he says he's about to be 30 years old or he is 30 years old. And I honestly thought... He was older just for how long he's been in the stand-up comedian game. You know, Steve, like you said, he said he's been in it doing it for 14 years. So it's like, wow, he's been doing, you know, these types of videos and just stand up for you know, since he was like sixteen, you know, fifteen years old. So, but yeah, I mean, his special. I f- I remember when I first started it, I'm like, all right, what direction is this gonna go? And I just think creatively, he just kept you on your toes. Like he would have a song and then just cut, and he's like talking to the camera. He's like, I'm gonna do a video reaction on this. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna do <laughs> a video reaction of me doing a video reaction. It was so. He just kept yeah. going, and I'm like, I was like laughing, dude. Like it just was just clever, just very clever. And his songs are always. So so catchy too so mm-hmm. yeah i mean i, I really dug it do you guys have a favorite song from the movie i have a, I have a few man the the sexting one and he had like the projections on the wall yeah was fucking <laughs> he had it on his face too just like
0: the the, the eggplants and stuff like yeah. all serious like
3: yeah i really i
0: really like that one as well it's pretty uh
2: really creative and kind of gave off that like a gotier vibe
1: mm-hmm. from yeah. his, uh
2: somebody that i used to know video oh yeah 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 the white woman's Instagram one got me. I
4: was dying, <laughs> laughing. Like, at first I was like, what is this going to be? The first few images. What? And then he says, is, is this heaven? Or like, it's a white woman's Instagram. I just started dying, fucking laughing. All the images were so spot on, too.
1: <laughs> um, I liked the song where he talked about... Um, FaceTiming with his mom. <laughs> and the part where he's like talking about her putting her thumb over the camera and it shows him like just yelling, like getting all angry at the phone.
0: <laughs> yeah. What do you Did say about his, me his dad? He was like, pretty good, doing pretty good. Deepest thing we've ever said to each other.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: But even even with those songs, uh, the Instagram song and that FaceTime one, it's really creative because he changes the aspect ratio to kind of look like a vertical video or mm-hmm. even like a square video for, uh, for Instagram. So yeah, really Pretty creative. Much. I didn't really for, I didn't even think about that.
1: For as amazing as the songs and song production was, and I really liked all the, just the heavy synth too that he used with all mm-hmm. of the songs the video production man was amazing he, and the lighting all everything and yeah it was kind of cool to see kind of like peeled back as it went and just showed all of the equipment he had just in that small place as it kept getting deeper and deeper into it
3: yeah i was gonna say do you guys know like did he do this all by himself like like filming and just video production and editing too like did he do all of this on his own yeah, I was going to say that was one of the most impressive
4: things to me is that he did everything by himself. And I mean, uh, spoiler alerty for people. I mean, we already spoiled a lot of shit. When it <laughs> starts going crazy and stuff towards the end, I think that's probably a lot of it is that he's been sitting in that room and like writing the songs and doing all the video editing and setting up the lighting and figuring out how the lighting equipment works and all the little tiny things. And then like you do a shot. Some of them were so intricate. How many times do you think he fucked it up and had to redo it a hundred times before he got it right and then to edit it? Like he's probably driving himself mad doing it yeah. all
1: alone. That's Miles what I like. like. It was cool. It also seems too like it was something he started when the when lockdown happened, when quarantine happened and it was probably in the beginning something that distracted him and he was like, oh, I'll just make a special. I have all the time in the world on my hands now. I'll be creative. And then it probably got to a point where as more time went on, he probably was just like, when the fuck are we going to be able to go outside like the rest of us, you know? It kind of shi- it shined through. It was cool how he added that in there and like you said, Chris, it did seem like he was just starting to go crazy towards the end of it. Yeah, if
0: you remember, he he said that he had planned on doing it for six months and then it ended up being a year. And that was the thing is sometimes I felt like, is he acting? Is this real? Right. Which is like part of the comedic part is that he almost wanted to tell you, hey, you don't know if I'm actually joking or not joking. Like, yeah, the suicide thing at first I was like, oh. And then right after he talked about it, he switched and was like, guys, I don't want to kill myself. Right. And he was like, for everybody else there, if you're thinking about it, just don't. Don't do it.
1: Like, <laughs> I was like, no. oh, fuck, man. But I, I also really thought it was cool how he does, like, touch on mental health a lot in it, too, because he has been through a lot of crazy shit. Like you, like you had mentioned, he was, you know, well, that was exactly famous it. at a young yeah, age.
0: He was, he, was, he was talking about the struggles. Yeah, yeah, In yeah, a comedic exactly. way.
1: Yeah, but uh, I was going to say how he brought up in the special. I totally forgot about it, but when it did happen, how he couldn't even go on stage, man. For, like, yeah, as talented yeah. as he was and stuff, he just couldn't even be on stage anymore he just was having massive panic attacks so I mean it was cool to see how he mentioned that and said for five years essentially he's just been like working on himself.
3: Yeah I was wondering how much of it is like improv or maybe just like not a like a flow but it just seems like he might have been going in one direction and then just him being you know like what we're talking about seems like some of his demons were coming out and it just like he would change so it's like maybe it was just like kind of like off the top of his head like okay I have a somewhat of an idea idea of what I'm going to sing, but it's just, kind of like a flow at that point it seems like because it just one direction and then just hard turn he'll switch into another direction so I'm curious on on that on that process he had yeah. Yeah, I was going to say with the uh, back to the suicide
2: bit even that was creative though because it's if you watch it he has the projection of himself earlier in the special talking to himself uh, right now because there's different beard lengths so even that's kind of creative oh, yeah. it's like his past self
0: telling himself not to do it. I thought with the reaction video Video too, when he wrote it, he had to have written the script with the fact that he was replaying the video because he couldn't go back. And in my mind, I was like, wait a minute, how the fuck is he doing this? But I was like, he wrote the whole script of him starting over each time and then was talking over it. It just got out of control, but it was <laughs> yeah. genius, man. Yeah. I Truly. was wondering the same thing. How do you do that? It was like a, like an inception type. Yeah, dude, he breaks the, the fourth wall. He broke the fourth wall so many times. Um, like you're watching a, a skit and then it cuts to like a bearded version of him sitting there watching the, the skit just like in disgust or just looking like he's <laughs> suicidal or something. And you're just like, man, this is fucking dark, but hilarious.
1: Uh, I forgot, but one of my favorite songs too, it was almost like the 80s, like workout montage, but it was about being canceled. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) When he talks about how he dressed as Aladdin for Halloween when he was like 17 (laughs) years old. (laughs) He's like, I didn't darken my skin or anything, but looking back on it, it was weird.
0: (laughs) Well, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Going to the the songs talk is he brought up the guitar and that song was so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I didn't even really know. And it was probably comedic too, but it was a great guitar song like i want to get the album i was gonna look on spotify to see if i they hope they do
3: put out an album and i like how he was like i'm not really that good on the guitar so but here it goes and he just plays a beautiful melody you're like yeah that song is quite poetic you it's know good. do you guys think i gotta ask is
4: that
0: a casita behind his house his real house <laughs> dude didn't it feel like it, it was like when he came outside that it was almost like a like a prop like it was like yeah. a hollywood's like stage i, I thought so too his pool out back dude it? it felt <laughs> it felt yeah <laughs> it's like the closet in his pool house i think he uh, was a genius yeah there's i like mean, no I, bed instead i don't know i just started wondering about did it did you see the out bed he, he, he like there's a part where he pulled it out of the couch
3: oh I'm, I, I probably missed that then. Yeah, I'm curious about that, too, because I'm like, you know, not that, you know, money is everything. But I'm like, he's been in the game, done some big stand-up stuff, been on Comedy Central. So I kind of thought the same thing. But a lot of times, too, people, especially I can see Bo Burnham kind of being a more, I guess, like low-key individual, too, as well. So but
1: Sometimes, too, I almost think it's, even if he has money, he might have, like, another house somewhere. But even just maybe creatively for him to be, like, locked in a smaller space like that with, like, everything he needs to just create- yeah
0: it, it looked like it was like a small studio somewhere but i definitely thought audio quality wise feedback background noise neighbors shit like thought- that like who would have thought that that would have been a problem but he was in a controlled environment so it wasn't really yeah. going to and
1: i watched that you know, i thought the same to- thing about how it was a small studio apartment, but it looked nice. But I was like, damn, that's probably in L.A. and that's probably cost a shitload of money. <laughs> I mean, he has money, but I was like, even just for that, I was like, it's probably a shitload of money to live in that little apartment, dude. Yeah, I
0: feel like it had to have been secluded
2: somewhere. Yeah, at the end, uh, the end credits, it says it was shot entirely at Bill Burnham's house. So oh uh, okay know if that really is his house but Maybe yeah it that's like, like a, a studio he made yeah it seemed like his own little studio or something yeah he's such a creative guy i mean he's a
4: comedian he's a writer director like all sorts of stuff i i could see him buying like a house that had just had that for creative purposes and then the quarantine hit and he turned it into that thing right. and then he spent like a- 24/7 in there but just like slept in his house
1: that was something that, uh, honestly, as weird as it is, the the part that I enjoyed the most was at the end when he came out of the house and the door locked, <laughs> and yeah. then, like, people were just, just cheering, the and he laughing. just like fell and started breaking down, and then it pans out, and it's him watching it, and then he just like cracks a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Did <laughs> See, that, that part remind me of the Flintstones?
3: Yeah, I was just like Flintstones. Yeah. But then also, <laughs> it kind of had, uh, had the Truman Show vibes to me, like, we've yeah. like, been watching him this whole time, and he kind of, like, realizes, like, oh, shit, you know, he's hit that wall. That's a good point, Truman Show-esque.
0: Well done, genius. Yeah, well, uh, what was cool about it, though, is uh, everything
2: was just consumer-level products, you know, like his Panasonic camera, his MacBook, and he's doing all this stuff. So, overall, just really inspiring to just make something, right? Just, uh, just shoot yeah. something. 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. Me, and my brother watched it today. Going into it, not really knowing
4: anything about it besides a recommendation to watch it for the pod. I didn't even realize he was doing songs in
0: it, and we both were like, "Damn, that was awesome!" Watch. Bo Boinum. Bo Boinum. Dude, one more thing. There was a scene where it was like lights, and he shined it to give him like self shadows. It might have been a song. You guys can remember. I don't know if it was about the cancel culture, but he had his his phone behind yeah. him to his butt, and every once in a while, it would show a light, kind of. And I was thinking, how the fuck is he doing that? But he's just holding his cell phone to his butt. And every time he did it, he just opened it up and then closed it. And I was like, (laughs) We just found
1: Alex's sound clip for the beginning of this episode. (laughs) He just held it to
0: his butt (laughs) and then (laughs) opened it it up and closed it. it, (laughs) Just how simple, how simple he made it realize, like, you can do this. Like Stephen was saying, like, it doesn't, you don't need a fucking crazy studio or anything to do this shit.
1: It is, but it, for as amazing as it was, it's like you can accomplish that with like really hard work. Obviously, he's got a lot of talent, though. He's too, talented. But definitely. visually, it was pretty cool. A lot oh. was well done.
3: All right, fellas, uh, to change it up a bit, Steve, you had sent us all a new trailer for – there's a new season of Dexter coming out. So it just had me thinking, you know, Dexter had a very controversial ending. You know, a lot of people didn't like – You know that how it ended what are some other shows could you guys think of that had a great just season up until maybe the last season or just even the last episode and you're like damn that's really how they're going to end this show and just to shit on your whole dreams of that tv show
1: anyone Um, any
3: uh any come to mind alex game of of thrones man right off the bat y'all we gotta we gotta drop that bomb do you guys think that's the biggest one like in TV history? I would say yes, it's the biggest one in TV history because it
4: not only was a shitty ending, but it ruined the entire like fandom. Like, I don't know anyone who goes back and rewatches Game of Thrones. Yeah. I don't know people who recommend Game of Thrones to their friends. Like, It fucking wrecked it, man. I'm still going to watch the prequel series because it's going to be its own thing. <laughs> D&D are away yeah. from it. But I'll never go back and rewatch the series, whereas like other other shows I would, even with maybe not so great ending. So it's the first time I've ever seen that something be a cultural phenomenon and then
0: gone. Mm-hmm. Re rewatchability. Yeah, it sucks. You're right.
3: I'd say for me, I recently it not on the same level, but I was watching rewatching How I Met Your Mother. And just that ending, man, it's just I don't understand, like the whole episode, the whole season, you know, they are setting up for, I mean, the show's been out for a while, but if not, spoilers. Have you guys all seen How I Met Your Mother?
0: Yeah, Yeah. dude. That might take the cake.
3: Robin and Ted, and you're like, dude, like nowhere, like after they broke up in the series, I never like pitched them to ever be together. And I really think they were just trying to do what Friends did and have Ross end up with Rachel they wanted that same thing but it just was on the same level so when you watch the whole series and you see the ending you're like god damn like they really just
0: (laughs) well just the last the last season i felt like they the writers said we need to warp speed this whole season and make it or it all was like hey this was like they were all at a what was it the honeymoon or the the wedding shower waiting to get married and they turned that into like the whole season Yeah. yeah it was just like dude make that one episode. And carry on. Like, it's, don't drag that shit out, man.
4: And they introduced that girl just to end up killing her off. It's like, why didn't you either a just flesh out a storyline where he got back with Robin and have that be the mother if that's what you wanted all along, or b keep that girl around? Like, it was so stupid to bring her on and then kill her off and have me with Robin anyway.
3: Like, what the f- what the yeah? Fuck? And the yeah, kid, like, she's like, a
2: really talented actress too. They could have used her a lot more. Yeah, yeah.
3: What I did, I. I watched up until the last episode, and I went to YouTube, actually. And it was like the alternate ending that all fans want to see. So when I got to a certain point of the last episode, I watched the YouTube version, and it just like completed it (laughs) (laughs) better, man. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I don't know how often I'll rewatch that series, maybe episodes here and there. But if I ever rewatch it again, I'm just always going to revert back to that that YouTube version of it because it ended just way better, so... He's about to start lying to himself and living in a <laughs> fantasy
4: land fucking all the time. <laughs>
3: it's like, God damn it. Yeah, not- I don't
4: know how history ended. It's <laughs> <laughs> Come
2: on. I saw a YouTube video. Yeah. Uh, anyone else, Steve? You have any shows that you that, can w- know that was going to be mine as well? Um, I don't know if it would, I would say it
4: was terrible and ruined the show, but I really loved Lost and the ending of that. I mean, not. I don't know if it's what they intended, but it got way off the rails. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was not so far removed from where it started. So, oh, yeah. That'd be one for me.
2: Yeah. I, Double- ah, oh, I finally thought of one. Oh, yeah. What do you got? Uh, the Sopranos. Oh. That was another big oh, one yeah. as well. I was I late to watch anything. that, but the, the very final
0: shot just cuts to black. Really? I never saw it, sadly. I shouldn't admit that.
4: I was a fan of that one, just the ambiguity of it, but I can see
0: why people hated that one. That was like
4: another Lost one. It didn't ruin it, but what kind of was like
0: a, hmm, what are you doing? Yeah. Lost, especially, I I felt like the writers were actually Lost themselves because they were like (laughs) fucking going down labyrinths and, and questions. And I didn't even, you'd answer one question, but five more questions popped up.
3: Oh, Lost just never, I feel like after like the third season it just was like I still enjoyed it for you know the the mystery of it all but like you said it just never really ever answered any questions and it's like a lot of like open ended like arcs for certain characters and yeah I mean the way it ended I don't think it ruined it for me but it was just like just when it ended I was like fuck like what exactly happened like you had to like dig through the internet and be like oh okay this is what somebody thinks of you know, what the ending truly means, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you just hit the nail on the head for me with Lost is that there was no payoff to
4: a lot of storylines. They had a lot of cool setups, a lot of great shit going, and then some of it just got like the weakest ending or they just fizzled out completely and you never got any resolution. And you're like, well, what about all those plot threads? So even if they would have had that wonky ending, but like
3: tied things up more, it would have been nicer. So I'll flip the question on you guys. Can you guys think of a series that just had like a great, just ending to a great series. Can you guys think of any shows like that? The Wire. Wire, oh, okay. Nice,
2: nice one. There's quite a few, of course, Friends. Friends was a good, good ending. Yeah, Friends
3: was...
1: I liked um, was good. Breaking Bad. I thought that had a good ending.
2: Ooh, I thought that had a really good ending, yeah. It was a nice one. Fresh Prince? Ooh, yeah. yeah. A
3: little definitely. sad, but... That last, sad. that last scene where he just like looks back at the the mansion and it's empty. empty house, yeah, dude. I'd say uh, for me, the office, I know the I think the last season or like the season right after Steve Carell left, a lot of people didn't like, but I thought it ended really well. And they even brought him back. And I just think with the, with sitcoms, you want your the characters to end on a happy note, you know. A lot of times people are like, Oh, we, we gave them a a real life, you know, type of ending. But you think to yourself, like, well, this is not real life. So, you know, can you just and these characters on a good note. So I thought The Office mm-hmm. ended really well for for me. Um Parks and Rec too as well. Ooh, Parks and Rec had a great
4: ending. Um a show for me that had a really good ending was The Leftovers. I don't know if you guys have watched that one, <laughs> yeah, but dude. I mean it's crazy, wild. Uh I don't even know how to explain the show, but the ending was very satisfying for what it was, definitely.
0: Dude, uh, I agree. And very like short, like 3 seasons. They 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 did it. They didn't drag it out. And you, you felt closure at the end of it.
1: Um, Sons of Anarchy ended decently well. I used to watch that show. I thought it was good.
3: I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. Really? I was, I was going to say, yeah. too, that was one series that I don't feel like I was very satisfied with. But there wasn't going to be any satisfying. Yeah, end. I stopped. He was just leading to his own destruction.
1: That is- I stopped watching that show, sadly. That's true. It it was one of he was those foreshadowing with his dad's like journals and shit what he should avoid and he right. into it, dude.
3: Yeah. It was one of those series where I thought to myself, though I wasn't satisfied, I thought, like, how could how would I be? You know, a happy ending. It's not really a show where that's the type of show is no one has a happy ending really, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I liked about it
1: because it showed you like you, you're obviously it's a television show and you follow the characters. So it's yeah. like, even though they're doing like fucked up shit, it's like, you're still rooting for them, you know? And just to see it for a while, they wrote that's like, they wrote that story just to places where none of us even saw it going. And it was really good, but it did get to a point where it started just getting a little stale. It got, it got ridiculous at one point. Yeah. Yeah. But that's why it was like, It's just that fucked up tale, dude. Like, almost like Breaking Bad. Like, it always catches up. (laughs) That's another one, too. Like,
0: where they want to keep taking the show and keep moving. And they're like, well, the people love it. Let's do another season, another season. And eventually it's like, dude. uh,
3: I do think, yeah. I do think it went on for maybe like one or two, too many seasons. Um, But I like that it was that type of show where they didn't care about main characters. They would kill off the main character, which made it real for me and like i think each season had a main character where you're like no no and like that person died you're like damn they really killed that person off like in that way like totally didn't see it coming
0: dude i was gonna say the one the one show i think bringing it full circle i did like the ending of dexter actually the whole craziness of it and and stuff but the fact that it ended with him not dying because I thought, okay, he's going to die. He's all this. But it left it open just enough for them to make a sequel or something else. They thought, okay, this is kind of stupid. He's going off to some Alaskan lumber yard. And he's going to live his life out there. But is he really done? And now, you know, it was dumb. I agree with Chris. But also, it, it brought it full circle to he's not done yet. Oh, yet.
3: Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Did you get that,
0: that that feedback for a minute it sounded crazy
1: Sorry I I muted when you were talking cuz I I have never watched Dexter and I want to watch it so I want to <laughs> so I was just watching you talk not saying okay. it not hearing the <laughs> audio dude you, so I think when I unmuted it probably
0: made a weird feedback well, you unmuted at a perfect uh. time I said that right when he he grew wings and started flying, <laughs> flying around we're like Holy shit,
1: Dexter <laughs>
4: Have any of you guys uh, watched The Wire through the whole series? I have. Sadly,
1: no, dude. And I know. I've I've heard a lot of references through, uh, like, rap songs and stuff. For the viewers out there,
0: what is The Wire? Uh, The Wire is a
1: cop show that
4: takes place in Baltimore. It's one of HBO's really first breakout hits. It's widely regarded as, like, one of the best series of all times. I mean, without spoiling too much, it's it's a cop show. And it basically, the end just touches on, like, you know, all these crazy storylines and all this shit happens. And then at the end, they just get another fucking case to run. Like, you know, everything fucking crazy happened, and but like, there's more shit coming in every day, every single fucking day. So I thought that was a really cool ending. That there was like, it closed out the storylines that it had going, but then it just showed that, like, damn. They went through all that shit and now they just got another stack of shit to go through.
1: It's really, um, next. I, it's almost like really naive and stupid, but um, like even the show of the first 48, when I'd watched that when I was younger, it just made me realize like, damn, dude, that's their like window. That's their job, like onto the next case, like, you know, and you only have so long to solve it before. It's like, we have to focus on this one now, which is insane. It'd be an insane job. But I've always heard great things about that show, uh, The Wire, of course. It's like critically acclaimed. People love it. So it's one that I definitely have plans to watch.
4: I would highly recommend it to anyone. Some people that I've recommended to can't get past. Like they use like beepers in it and older cell phones. It it was just at that time. And some people don't like watching old technology and stuff. But if you can get past things like that, it's it's really, really good.
1: That's crazy, dude. Have you heard
4: that from multiple people, man. So yeah, it's not a not a complaint I thought I would get, but but those people hate the Jetsons and the Jetsons <laughs> <laughs> are future technology, man. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys
2: watched have you guys watched the uh The Watchmen on HBO? Dude, hell yes. Yes. So hell that's yes. another example of what you're talking about, Al. Like uh the story ended perfectly. It was it was only meant for the one season. Everyone says, "Hey, let's continue it," but the the director says he told his story; he's he's done with that. Oh,
0: so you're saying Watchmen is done after one season? Wow, yeah, fucking A. dude! That's for the fact that you brought that up is awesome because I learned. Well, I didn't learn, but I I mean, basically, the Tulsa the Tulsa Oklahoma massacre. The whole show opens up with that shit going down, right? And so many people, if you look on Reddit and stuff like that, will say that when they saw that scene, they thought. Oh, this is crazy fiction. This is something that would happened in a fiction world, and then to find out, no, that was a depiction of something that really went down in Oklahoma.
1: I had heard about that. I don't not from school, but I don't know when I heard about that. But I oh, somewhere exactly, yeah. We, I we, think honestly, just through like YouTube and shit, man. Like hearing other people talk mm-hmm. about it.
0: But Watchmen. Well, I know we haven't brought it up a lot. Is Man, I'm, I wish that would be a season two. I'm, I'm kind of sad to know that there's not going to be a season two.
1: Is that show prequel to the novel? Yeah, it's a
2: sequel, so it takes place after the events of the... Yeah, movie. Watchmen was a, a graphic novel.
4: And uh, I got to give a huge shout out to Damon Linden, Lindelof. I hope I'm saying his name right, because he did The Leftovers, Watchmen, and Lost, and we've been touching on all oh, three hey. of those shows right now. So.
1: Right. And I have to give a big shout out to Damon Wayne's for uh playing Major Pain, it was a great movie. I loved it when I was a child. <laughs> a lot of great demons this. out there doing a lot of great things. I could dig that, guys. Anybody else for for Damien's, Damien? <laughs> <laughs> Damien. Uh, Damien's, Demons, whatever you got, man. Shout out to the devil, <laughs> <laughs> the boy, Lucifer. But um, going back just a little bit, how Steve was saying too, I think it's uh. In all aspects, even, like, in sports with, like, people you've watched, you know, their whole careers, I'd much rather see something go out on top and just leave it at that. Because once something just starts going down when it's been held at such a great standard, it just, it does tend to fuck with the reputation of it, dude, so... That's I think that's a good thing. Leave exactly. the people like, watch more. That's the that's what you. But, should but does that happen? It feels like every time, every
0: time they're like, "Hey, we can make money. Let's yeah. do it up." Most uh-huh. people, yeah. Because the leftovers. I mean,
1: maybe they canceled
0: it, but
1: I think it depends on know. what it is and how much creative control the actual creator had of it.
2: Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Because maybe the studio, they of course want the money, so they say, "Hey, let's continue." Maybe that's when you get, like, a, a crude changeover.
1: They're like, "What? Well, this was my show. No. And they're like, guess what? We own this ship, bitch. You're gone. Right. And then they bring in, uh, what's his name? The guy who directed... Uh, JJ Abrams.
3: All right, fellas. Good talk. But I think it's time for some two-second tunes. You guys down?
0: Yeah. Two-second tunes. You only got a little bit of time, baby. Go two-second tunes you only got 1 2 2 second tunes 2007 edition all right um great year chris you graduated 2007 right i did fucking like amazing year great year you have a leg up um little slice of heaven 2007 <laughs> little slice of heaven for the listeners out there i pretty much go off of the billboard top 100 songs of the year just to keep it relevant there's a lot of good songs i picked six songs Pick a song, two seconds. You pick the artist. If there's a feature, if you know the album, if you know the conductor, you win the game. Or the composer.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: if you know the conductor as well, then you win the game. Well. You know their tour bus van driver's name. Yeah. yeah. I know can, all the roadies, man. <laughs> you can name every band member, first, middle, last name, then you're. we'll invite you onto the podcast. So two seconds, I'm just going to stop talking. Ready? Good luck.
3: Oh. Hey there, Delilah.
0: Plain um, white tees.
3: Plain, nah.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Hey there, Delilah. Plain white tees. Is, Is the album a plain white tees? Just <laughs> title album? Just I think so. My it says it says the new EP should have gone to bed. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And the first comment says this song makes me feel calm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Maybe I should do more of that. I was going to say read YouTube comments. I think that'd be fun. Like the, like yeah. the top three or just ones you think that are funny would be cool. This one says, when the
0: homies aren't around and you can finally listen to non-hip-hop.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 oh, that's awesome. That, was, uh, that song was big when it came out, man. If you think that song was big. Oh. This is why I'm hot, Mims. Oh, no,
0: wow. Correct. Fucking Dave. For the record, I knew Dave was going to know that. <laughs> but that is a top, top hit song. You know why? This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. yeah' because I'm fly. You ain't because you not. Almost a one hit. Pretty much a one hit wonder. It's not a definition of a one hit wonder. Completely. You had the album, though.
1: There was at least a couple of other yeah. songs on it. He obviously.
0: was signed with Kanye, through Kanye West, I want to say. But nicely done. Dave killed that from the album. Okay, right this is why well I'm hot. Yeah. <laughs>
3: there you something. go. Chris got it. <laughs> is that what the album's called, really? No, or? I don't even know. It didn't more, more sarcasm that I, I'm not getting. Is that <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Some of the YouTubes don't express. Like, this one isn't going to really help us much.
3: My daddy yeah. Red jumpsuit apparatus.
0: Very nice. Good job. Push you, you around? <laughs> um, you like a man? That's a good question, guys. Like I said, YouTube for some reason. Uh, <laughs> nope. 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 None of that. It's none of that. Um, I don't know. It's a uh, face down. Oh, face down. Face down. Okay. Fig, you got that one. I got the last point for naming
1: the title, so nice. good job. <laughs> and here we go. Too late to apolo- or apologize by uh, Republic. What is it? Fucking one, one republic. republic. One republic. Yeah. Future uh, to the one? It it's on? <laughs> <That's> a great <laughs> song. <late. Say> that. <laughs> hey, did
0: you say the title, Dave? <laughs> you <laughs> said like it was apologize, yeah. Oh. Too late to apologize was not the answer. Apologize, yes. David ended up correcting himself, I think. This is what I put on when the homies aren't around, you know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> man just, like, kind of put more on the drums on it, and then he just goes, uh, uh, yeah. uh in the he background. Gave it, <laughs> he gave it the, the Timbaland touch. <laughs> that
0: touch. But if you see, it's got 394 million views. Um, oh, wow. That's the Timbaland touch. The original wow. one only has 58 million views.
3: Wow. Timberland's Whoa, was like, that a, it's was a good song. Uh, Did <laughs> Owen Wilson
1: that. just come in this chat? Wow.
3: Wow. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, on I a side that. note, there was a, a big back and forth competition between me and uh, Chris's wife, Jen, on a camping trip to see who sounded more like Owen Wilson. And I honestly think she won. <laughs> Wow. Shout out to Jen on that. Wow. That's okay, so, so that
0: one. I think Dave got a point and Sig got a point. Red uh, hot chili peppers,
3: Danny California.
0: Damn, no. uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. There was a technical difficulty, but you guys still snuck through it. Not Danny California.
1: Oh, it's a uh, Zephyr.
0: No. That's uh, uh No. Hey off uh, Close. I picked this because the title is not what you thought it would be. Fig got very close to it. There is hay in the title. But it's not hey-o. snow. Oh, who said that? Was that Fig or Steven? That was Steven. He, Which one? You said snow heyo? Yeah. It's <laughs> heyo. Sno- Fig said uh, snow hey Uh it's He's heyo. It says the title says snow in parentheses hey-o. Snow I know
3: hey-o. Is stadium arcadium, I believe. From the album Stadium Arcadium, Great song.
0: I think Fig and Steve got that. Steve got the correct. Steve got the title. Okay, how many more do you guys want? 15 The 20? I got one more. (laughs) That's it. Sorry. One more is good. Half a song and we're good. We're burning through. We're going to have to fix this, this game a little bit. I don't know.
1: A Black Parade? My Chemical Romance. Oh, no, 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 My Chemical Romance, but it's... uh, My Chemical Romance.
3: Into, into the Black Parade. First.
0: Black Parade is in it. It is not Into the Black Parade. No, or Black Parade. It's bigger than that. Is it Helena? No, Black Parade is in it. Uh, is it? Welcome to the Black Parade. Oh, Welcome nice. to the Black Parade is correct. Chris coming in (laughs) this point but that was the one that I know we just we
2: just steal the answers (laughs) you guys googling this uh
4: I didn't no No. I'd be doing a lot better if I was (laughs) just.
0: so I tried to make that more challenging and I was curious because there's five of us so there's so many thoughts going on and like how many of us listen to the radio and we didn't listen to the radio we listened to like a lot of what our parents listened to or you know, only, only
1: Christina Aguilera. I grew up, when I was a kid, like, uh, when you have zero control over what you listen to. And we rode in the car. My parents pretty much just played, like, the country station. And I honestly, to this day, I still love, like, early to mid-90s rap. I mean, rap. met Rap, too, but uh, country <laughs> yeah. music. That's, like, my favorite era of country.
3: Where would you guys say your music tastes developed? Like, like mainly Friends or maybe like older cousins or family members you would hang out with? Dude,
4: really um, cool. I would say mine developed probably from like friends and family members of my age. I didn't really pick up too much from my older family members. They all listen to country, which country is cool. I respect it, but I'm never, you know, picking the country station.
1: I True. feel like the only thing that was really cool and significant that was introduced to me from like family as a kid was like Michael Jackson and like the Beatles and like, you know, big iconic names. But other than that, same here, like growing up my older sibling, uh, I definitely, I stole the first like significantly, I would say like cool albums back in the day that I stole was uh, I stole a sublime album. And then I stole the chronic 2001 and I stole Limp Biscuit. <laughs> <From laughs> and your- I used to listen to all of those all the time. Yeah. I stole them from her boyfriend. Oop! spoiler alert. Hope you're not listening out
3: there, buddy, but I stole your albums. <laughs> I remember my cousin, I was probably around like nine or 10 years old, and she burnt me my first CD and it was the Blink-182, the Mark, Tom and Travis show, I believe it was called. And I was just like, yep, I like this music. <laughs>
0: and ever since then. Oh, I remember being like influenced for, through my parents. I could think of a list of songs I love that are old school. I could think of like my brother. I think I would shout out my brother Scotty for really getting me into hip hop or at least introducing me to like Dr. Dre and all that. And then you guys, of course. I mean, I think all of you have gotten me, Chris has gotten me into a whole range of Taking Back Sunday and everything else in between that. Um, Fig, you got me all up into the Beatles, man you're welcome steve steve you've got me into you got me more into uh cinematic i think movie music i think to really appreciate that I don't, yeah like to really appreciate that subject oh yeah but hip hop was a, a big influence
1: i was gonna say another thing that blew like the doors wide open for us was we were truly the generation to grow up with like fucking stealing music dude napster we were like, what, sixth grade when Napster was prime time, mm-hmm. dude? Our parents didn't even understand how computers worked. And we were in there just like downloading probably all these viruses onto the oh, computer. Sure. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Just giving your computer herpes for the latest album. Dude. It was great. No condoms.
1: Lime
3: LimeWire, dude. And LimeWire. You guys remember yeah. Kazaa?
1: Oh, man. Damn,
3: Damn, y'all. Another exhilarating round, I would say. I think we need to sw- switch it up
0: to one's got to go, maybe.
3: Yeah. Let's do it.
0: What you gonna pick? Don't pick no stupid shit, because one has to go. It sounds a little ambiguous, but favorite superhero movie? And I don't think any of you would choose this, but my favorite superhero movie would probably be Unbreakable. Oh, you bastard. I was I thought nobody would think of it. Damn, dude. All right. I thought it because I thought nobody would think about it. It was one of those movies you just didn't think was a superhero movie until it became that at the end.
3: Right. It's a great
0: movie. It was it was a, a weird, ambiguous superhero movie.
3: No, that's good. That's good. I would say for myself, I'm gonna have to go Spider-Man Two, Tobey Maguire versus Doc Ock. Man, Ooh. great film, really good. I was gonna say Kazam. No, well, no, I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> I, was, I know which one's getting voted off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. That's uh, not really a superhero movie. I was gonna say <laughs> shit. Uh, I'll I'll go with Blank Man. Actually, an oldie but a goodie, If you guys recall it, cool. Steve or Chris. For me, I'm going to have to go mainstream and go uh, Thor
4: Ragnarok, Marvel. Uh, Ups and downs of the Marvel Universe, man. But that one I felt like hit on all cylinders. I fucking love it. I've watched it several times. Definitely.
2: Definitely. It was a good choice. I was actually going to go Spider-Man 2 as well. But uh, Mm. just mix it up, I'll go uh, the first Blade movie. Oh,
0: way to go with that, man. Ambiguous as shit, dude. He is a superhero, for sure. Hands down. Man, this one is really hard. I don't want to get rid of any of these movies. <laughs> uh, I'm going to come out and be honest with you
4: guys. I've never seen Blank Man. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with Blank Man. Blank
1: Man is definitely of the comedic route as well. So compared to these movies, I mean, fuck, I'd even vote for Blank Man. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like a, a, it's like
3: Goodfellas for me, right? <laughs> yeah. You got to see it, bro. I just remember watching that movie a lot with my older brother. Just It was one of those movies that was on HBO, just on repeat, and we mm-hmm. would just always watch it.
1: I honestly thought that we were going with uh, movies outside of like the big-time names, dude. That's why I went with blanks. Man. I was like, I don't know what else to go with. Dude, I mean, even the just fucking uh, The Dark Knight, man, I mean great fucking movie
0: oh none of us said no
1: i'll say i'll say dark Dark night if we're if we're just going for all around you said Blank man
3: (laughs) you can't go back
1: in the process of getting i already voted my goddamn (laughs) self off the island
3: (laughs) i okay if i really had to choose i think i would probably choose blade not that i want to but just out of the rest i would just want to keep the rest just that a little bit more have you seen Blade? I have. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley dude. Snipes is very dis- always good that's, at
1: convincing That's not just us one of the coolest, movies, but we just the
3: best <laughs> oh, Like I said, man,
1: I don't want to. I have to. Could they bring oh, Wesley back, dude. or is he too old to play that role?
0: Yeah. He he's like. Didn't they already cast to someone to else to now
4: as the new? Blade? Yeah, I forgot his
0: name. The guy from a uh, Green Book. <laughs> Ursula Ali. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good actor. So great actor. One of my favorite actors of these days. Oh wait, shit. So Blade's
3: coming back. Yeah. Yes. Reboot. They're Fuck gonna it.
0: ratcon blade three because you know it was terrible and continue on. Tell me what's her name is coming back though, Is the Lycan, whatever. This is not Underworld. <laughs> did they underworld? Didn't
3: they tie together though? <laughs> <laughs> did they not tie um, together
2: though? Um, did we, we all, off topic? Uh did just we, just to end it, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with blank men as well. <laughs> I don't think we
1: all voted though. But who? Oh, Blank Man already lost.
2: An obvious <laughs> right I
1: have
0: uh, I, I love Blade so much. So I guess uh, Blank Man's got to go. I love <laughs> Blank Man.
3: The only reason I didn't say Blank Man, because one, I didn't want to choose that one because I know everyone else was going to vote it off. But I just have <laughs> fond memories, you know, watching that. So Blade is definitely a, a way better movie, but, you know. Walking it back like a politician, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. So I have one for one has to go. One of our favorite uh comedians out there, Adam Sandler. Maybe we can name off our favorite Adam Sandler movie and uh vote one off the island. You guys want to do one of those? Do it, Yeah,
2: bro. let's do it. I'll kick it off if no one else is going to. So yeah. I'm go gonna through. probably take uh probably the best one, but uncut gems. No. Arguably, yes. That was a good choice, man. I have
4: a question for this competition. Are we allowed to use a Happy Madison production?
1: Adam Sandler has to be in it.
0: Well, yeah.
1: I would say say Adam Sandler.
0: None of that.
4: So, uh, since I can't do that, I'm going to go with uh, Billy Madison.
1: Great. Second movie. Good. I will go The Wedding Singer. Ooh, classic! Very unorthodox. I wasn't gonna go with this at all, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. Little Nikki, Popeye's was, chicken is the shiz. Um, <laughs> I think all of you guys are spot on,
0: but the one movie that really hit home was Click. It was a, it was all around
1: every emotion. Hit. Quite arguably, one of his like greatest. Every emotion hit in that movie, um, except what Steve said. I saw Norm Macdonald come out and say somebody asked what his favorite Sandler film was and just because they're really good friends. And he said click and whoever asked him was like, oh, I wasn't expecting you to say that. and He compared it to It's a Wonderful Life. And oh, shit. It is very, has very similar tones to
0: it's it. It's just, you know, all you guys did good. So one's got
4: to go. Well, guys, I'm a piece of shit once again in the games. I haven't seen Uncut
0: Gems, (laughs) so I'm going to have to go with Uncut Gems. Tomorrow, next week, we're talking about it.
1: (laughs) I also have not seen Uncut Gems, so I have to vote it off.
2: (laughs) Oh, we need an alliance to vote off
0: Little (laughs) Nathan. So we're we're
2: delegating. Fuck, come on.
1: on. Great film.
0: Next week Alex. it's just gonna be Steve, Fig, and uh Alex on <laughs> the pod
3: because
1: <sighs> oh, come on, remember it was so funny. The devil got mad, put boobs on that guy's head.
3: <laughs> no, I would dude, honestly say weird. I like little Nikki more than Billy Madison, man. So I don't want to, but I'd go Billy Madison or me. Wow. Sounds like an alliance forming. <laughs> Steve, Al, what are you? Who are you guys voting off? Um,
2: I loved all these movies. Of course, Little Nicky was good. I used to kind of do some impressions, but I'm gonna go <laughs> Little Nicky. <laughs> I think Uncontaminated um, is Untouchable. I mean, it's just. Uh, I mean, this was talk about a big snub from the Academy Awards. Yeah, I need to watch it
0: for sure. Great movie, really great movie. Yeah, I'm just gonna piggyback with Steve right there and ditto everything he just said. So that's my that's my speech. So you're voting off. I'm voting off. Sadly, Little Nikki was great, but of all the, of all of them, that one just I haven't watched it nearly as enough times as all the other ones, except Uncut Gems, which I only saw it once. But goddamn, it was intense. Intense. Like, <laughs> holy shit. I I I don't want to watch it again actually because I got I was almost <laughs> getting stress from watching it. It it, it was a sports movie. It was a drama. It was a comedy. And in the end, it was a sports movie, which tripped me out. I'm like, I was rooting. It was like you wanted to see the sports team win. And it was that nerve-wracking once you see the movie. No
3: spoilers. Yeah. The ending, too. I did not expect that ending. Not going to say anything for those who haven't watched it. (laughs) We're gentlemen spoilers here. (laughs) All right, fellas, good talk, but we are going to move into our movie mayhem segment. So we going to say a movie quote and the rest of the guys on pod are going to try to guess it. If no one knows it right away, we can give a few clues, but yeah, who wants to go? Who wants to start it off? I'll start it off if you guys want to get crazy. Let's get crazy, man. Do
0: it. That's okay. It. Put yourself in the scenario right now, seeing. Christ, I'm too old for this. Somebody got me a goddamn wheelchair. Nice catch. You serum? When do you understand the nature of a thing? You know what it's capable of. I promise you, you'll be dead by dawn. Some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. (laughs) I'll tell you what we are, sister. We are the top of the fucking food chain. The blood God is coming and after tonight, you people are fucking history. I like it.
3: Red man. I, I, have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I got into that. Oh, and then no I got clue. clue. Training know, day. I, um, I don't know either. But a uh,
2: similar line in Blade actually with Steven Dorf. But that's not it. Well, ding, ding, ding
1: goes to Steve because it was Blade. Oh, wow. <laughs> of course, this guy knows Blade. Come on, Steven Dorf, right?
0: Uh yep, he did it, dude.
3: And he got I'm a fifty five percent on rotten tomatoes, man. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh rotten tomatoes dude, is, is full of shit, guys. <laughs> 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 All right. I'll read my note. Nice one, good choice. All right. Here I go. Shut the fuck up and take off that vest. You look like Aladdin. <laughs> super bad. Yeah. Oh, damn. So bad. I was like, that might be a little too easy, but <laughs> super bad. Good job, Chris. Nice. Awesome. Good job. That was fast. Got that one. I'll go next. Winner goes.
4: What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss, sir? The most you
2: ever lost. Dark Knight? No. Major Pain. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Sounds a lot like uh, what Aaron Eckhart says is Two-Face. Oh, is yeah. it, Or is it uh, No Country for Old Men? Yes, sir. Ooh, yeah. Ding, ding,
3: ding. Nice. That was good. Crazy movie. All right, Dave or Steve, who wants to go next? right, I'll take it. So she says, how did
2: your husband die? She says, well, he was quite fond of the drink. It was the drink that killed him. How awful. Was he an alcoholic? No, he was hit by a Guinness truck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, man. This sounds so familiar. Uh, know, dude. How did your husband die? Oh, he
2: was quite fond of the drink. It was the oh, drink that killed him. It was, uh, oh, was he an alcoholic?
1: Downfire. <laughs> no he was hit by a guinness <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
1: crazy that when you do the voice i totally remember dude but it sounded like such a this more like bag. serious
3: dark movie and then yeah like oh it was a drive <laughs> by fruiting <laughs> good one
1: right. last but not least <laughs> of course i'm not happy look at me i'm a big fat slob i've got bigger titties than you do I've got more chins. Oh, fat bastard.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice,
0: dude. Sorry if I laughed over that.
3: I eat because I'm unhappy. Yeah. I'm unhappy because I eat. Because I eat. I've not seen my Spanish willy speech. in without two a,
0: years. Without a Scottish <laughs> accent, you killed Which me. is long enough to, de- to declare it
1: legally dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, shout out to Chris for getting that.
3: Yeah, good job. That was
1: good. I was like, fuck! I have to try to read this like slower and dramatic, and hopefully like, I can get like I halfway through it before anybody gets unhappy. <laughs> yeah. <and I'm> unhappy <laughs> I thought I, would I, get, I thought I would get to that line before. Oh.
4: Dude, I knew the character right away, and I couldn't think of the movie, so I was just like, "Fuck it, fat bastard!"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: yes, now
1: <laughs>
3: that one was fun, dude. That was a good one. Yeah, cold reads was pretty good. All right, All right fellas, another great episode. But I say let's uh, wrap it up on that note. This has been Things We Dig. Uh, Dudes. Dougie. Guys, great digging, always.
1: Let's dig for gold. We're digging for gold on this pod, guys. Bunch of gold diggers.
3: Fool's gold. That's what we should call our fans, gold diggers. (laughs) 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 All 10 of them. My gold diggers, that. I like calling them grave diggers. Wow.
1: Wow. Whoa. Owen Wilson just joined cool. the chat. Wow. 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 <laughs>
3: All right, my dudes. Until next time. All right, guys. On. Peace out. Love cool. you, dudes. Later. Peace. Keep on peace. digging.